Welcome to the Unlock Your Block podcast, career empowerment with me, Robin Cartwright. Join me as I empower you to shine in your career, to up-level your life, and to go after your dreams. Let's talk. Hi, welcome back to the Unlock Your Block podcast with me, Robin Cartwright. I am here with somebody who is just um, very, very, very important to me. She was my brand strategy coach, and she's now former founder of Brand Strategy Coaching and has moved into finding love. And that's why we're here today. So I would like to introduce to you Nancy Bruce. Nancy Bruce is the creator of the Finding Love, Helping Women Find Romance and Love in Midlife. And how did this, tell me a little bit more about you, Nancy, and how this came to you, because when you and I first started, it was with brand strategies. So give me a little bit of evolution here. Well, yes. So you and I started, I was your brand strategy coach. It was, we had so much fun together and, and, and we're still working with you. My, my company is still working with you and I, and we love you. You're one of our very favorite clients of all time, Robert, I must tell you. Um, so yes, brand strategy coaching was what I did for many, many years. And as a, as a brand coach, I helped women's in business. So typically my clients were small business owners and they were, they all happened to be women, which I loved. And I helped them launch the business of their dreams, tell their story and build their brands. And it was so much fun. And then in 2023, I literally, I woke up one morning and I said, I really want to connect with women in a different way now. Because so many of my clients, we would be talking about their brand, we'd be talking about their business and, and, and coming at it from a coaching perspective. And then there'd be a lull in the conversation for a minute and they'd say, how's David? David's the name of my husband. Yeah. And I just got married two years ago. I got married when I was 57. And I, you know, I, I looked for love for 22 years. I, you know, at post divorce, I looked for love in three different cities. I looked for love everywhere I could and didn't find it until I was in my mid 50s. And so people liked this story. And um, back in the day, a few years ago, I had a podcast and it was the Sherry and Nancy show with Sherry Salata. And my finding love journey was a big storyline on that podcast. So people, people liked to hear about it. People wanted to know what happened. And they were excited for me when I found love with David and ended up getting married. And so a lot of my clients who are, were also in the middle of life, many of my clients are in their 40s, 50s, 60s. And, and many of them are looking for love, either because they are newly divorced or they've never been married and have just been dating for a long time. So they wanted to hear my story. So I literally woke up one morning and said to myself, I want to see if I can connect with women in this way. This might be really fun to tell this story about finding love in the middle of life and to give people the, the confidence that they can also do it. Because I think that a lot of people get stuck and burned out by dating after if you've been at it for a few decades, or like I said, if you're newly single in your 50s and all of a sudden you're looking around saying, I don't know how to use online dating apps. I don't know what to do. It's it's really easy, I think, to get stuck in your head with a story of, well, it's it's love is not for me. I'm not going to find it this time around, or it's too late. It's too late to fall in love. And I wanted to help women not be stuck with that story. If you really want to find love in the middle of life, you can. I believe it. I know it because it happened to me. And I want to show women how. 
And so with that, just opened my eyes one morning and had that idea. From there, that brand really grew. And you know, you know me, I love to launch a brand. <laughs> so it was fun. And you we've launched it. And and yeah, and it's and it, we're having a terrific time with it. That is fantastic. I, you know, to me, it just just sounds scary to start finding love in the middle of your life. I mean, you know, what you're doing to me is just courageous. So what I'm doing is working with women in their careers. Mm -hmm. And why I wanted to chat with you on this is not only are you a brand strategist and worked with you for years about that, but then now you're doing this finding love. So strategizing on love. Mm -hmm. How does love and career and all of that evolve? Tell me a little bit about your feelings about you know, dating and the work world and the career mm-hmm. world. And because to me, when you're focused on one area, they tend to collide with another. As I remember raising my family, they mm-hmm. collided. So your dating world sometimes collides with your career world. And do you run into this with some of your clients and how how you can date and work? Yeah, you know, that's a, that is a, a really common theme because and here, here's the truth. In the middle of life, whether it whether you have a really thriving career or you're changing careers or you're starting to you know, want to restart your career, whatever's going on with, with your career, also what's happening in the middle of life is you're busy, right? You've got you've got a life set up. It's not like you're 22 years old anymore and you're just kind of skating around and seeing what happens. You know, throwing a bunch of stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks. I mean, in the middle of life, you have an established life. Maybe you have kids. Maybe they're grown kids. My kids are in their 30s. You know, they're still as much a part of my life as they ever were. Um, I have a, a really important career that that it's important to me, and I don't want to sideline it or sideline my friendships, for that matter, or my family. Uh, I was I'm I'm from Cleveland, Ohio, and I love to go home and visit my friends and family at home. So you can't just say to yourself, okay, here's a menu of choices. I'm going to focus on only one thing or only two things. I think that a really well-lived life means that you are focusing on all the things that are important to you. And I am a big believer that there is plenty of time in the day to do that. You just have to organize yourself and you have to say, these are priorities for me. And here's the thing about looking for love in the middle of life. It is an invigorating process of discovery. When you're in the middle of life, when you're say in your 50s, you are and you're you're out there in the world trying to find a connection, a romantic connection with someone. You're doing a lot of soul searching. You're doing a lot of introspection, right? Because finding love is first and foremost an inside job. You have to love yourself. You've got to be you've got to have a level of self-awareness. What am I looking for? What am I looking for this time around? What do I, what kind of partnership do I want? What kind of life do I want? Where do I want to live? How do I want to live? These are all all important questions. And when you start that process of real self-discovery, taking a a, a true inventory, an internal inventory, what do I really want? That is like rocket fuel for your dreams. That is invigorating. It's exciting. It's, it's, it's It's passionate. And you bring that energy into everything else you do. So if you are a very career-minded person, I truly believe that looking for love and finding love is just fuel for your career too. Because what are careers? Careers are also about meeting new people, right? No matter what you're doing in life, it's about other people. It's about meeting them. It's about interacting with people. It's about raising the bar for yourself and for others. And so when you practice that, 
when in in your love finding love journey, you're bringing that energy and that self awareness and that excitement into all aspects of your life. So I don't think it's one or the other. I think it's both. Right. Yeah. You kind of blend it together and the career and the relationship and, and all the people that you meet in your jobs. Yeah. All part of relationship building. Yes. Yeah. And 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 the thing is that when you get good at it, when you know, I, I've got some clients who are like, Oh, I don't want to go on dates. I don't I don't want to make small talk with people with strangers. And I say, Well, okay, let's let's unpack that for a minute. Really, is it it's it's not that hard to have friendly conversation with somebody that you've established that you're interested in and he's interested in you. You've already have a baseline establishment of, you know, yeah, we would like to meet each other. Is it that hard? And so I like to help people hone in on their what I call their content pillars. Like, let's think about your greatest hits of conversation. What are the things you love to talk about? Is it the places where you travel? Are, are, are there hobbies that you like to talk about? Do you have a, a fascination with live music? Do you have favorite books that you want to read? These are all great content pillars and it helps you share who you are and get a sense of who the other person is. Well, that same talent of conversation will help you enormously, as you know, Robin, will help you in your career. The ability to make comfortable, interesting conversation with a variety of people, even people you don't know very well, that is a very marketable skill. It's an important skill. Right. I mean, just like networking, which is one of the biggest skills that I tell everybody to do is to network. You can't stop networking. And I don't know about you, but I find it when you find that connection with somebody, it seems like an easy conversation. Oh, yeah. I agree. Well, listen, you know me. What you and I, when we had our when our coaching calls, when we would talk sometimes, it seemed like for, for hours. I mean, we just, the, the conversation never stopped. I do think it gets easier over time. And for some people, conversation and small talk comes more easily than for others. That's true, right? Yeah. But it is a, a, a skill you can practice. It is something that you can get better at. And like I'm saying, it will help you in all aspects of your life with every relationship, whether it's personal or professional. The ability to connect with people, to listen, to ask questions, to to listen to answers, to share your own stories. Um, it's it's a it's a it's a very sought after skill. I think in life, I think we're all drawn to people who can converse with us easily. We like it, right? right. We're social creatures. We're we're built that way. So um, if if you are in the middle of life and you and you are very very focused on your career and you and you're really prioritizing your career for 2024 up-leveling it in in whatever way. I say, I applaud that. I say, great. But I will also say that if you are looking for love and looking for a romantic connection, a lasting partnership, those are kind of the same skills, right? Those are people skills. And so one is going to help the other. Yeah. One of the things I get a lot is I can't do it all. You know, I can't have the career and the love life and I just can't do it all. Something's got to give. Does it mm-hmm. I don't I don't think it does. I think you can do it all. Yeah, I do too. And I and the thing is that the, the scary part of that sentence is the word all. Right? Like all. It sounds like everything under the sun. I think that you have to define what all means for you. For me, it means having a really um grounded, uh happy, secure marriage. It means having excellent relationships with my children and my friends, my close circle of friends. And it means running the kind of business that is bringing me a tremendous amount of joy. And I happen to also work with my daughter. 
she's part of my team, which brings me additional joy. So <laughs> for me, that's all. And then it's, then it, for me also, it's, you know, my, my, my health goals for this year. You know, I, I want to reach certain goals in terms of my health, my fitness, um, uh, the hours of sleep I get, the amount of water I drink. I mean, I've got a, I've got a daily planner that is as detailed as they come. I, I have a lot of goals, but for me, that's what all means. And it's all very doable because it, they all, all those things matter to me. And I don't want to turn to uh, ever turn a blind eye to what matters to me most. Right. I, I mean, I, I very much embrace all the things that matter to me. So when you say, you know, can't have it all, can have it all. My advice to, to your listeners is think about what all that word, what that means for you. Make a list of the things that are the biggest priorities for you. The, the, the things that are, you know, absolute deal breakers for your own happiness. And yes, those things can be your priority. Every single one of them can be a priority and don't turn a blind eye to any one of them. Right. And I love it because um, the, what you just said about it being the word, the all word. Yeah. Take that word out of it. I, you know, I remember when people would ask me in interviews, well, does your company have work-life balance? Well, what is that? Because really that's up to you. It's not up to me or the company. I mean, a company will work you until you don't want to work anymore. It's up to you what you want to do. And I think the same goes with relationships, whether they be at work, whether they be at home, yeah, personal. It's about what you want to put into it. Am, am I right? Absolutely right. I mean, yes. It's not does the company have work balance, um, um, work life balance. It's do you right. do you have a do you have a good grasp on what work dash life balance means for you? I mean, for me, I can tell you, being in business for myself and working when I when I need to work, and sometimes that means at nine o'clock at night when I'm sitting on the couch with my laptop. And sometimes it means I take two weeks off. You know, it's, it's my balance is ex- totally internal. I decide when I want to work and I, and I work on things that I really, really enjoy. So it doesn't even feel like work most of the time. And, and for me, my life is balanced because that balance is a priority for me. And nobody can force you out of balance. You are the only person who can get yourself into balance and who can knock yourself out of balance. It's all up to you. Yeah. So once you get your priorities clear for yourself, and by the way, the other the other part of this equation is communicating your priorities. Nobody can read your mind, right? So if you do have a boss, if you have a more traditional job than, for example, that I have, it's important to communicate what balance means to you because nobody knows, and don't think that they can they they can somehow discern it. Just you know, there's no way, and and why should they have to play a guessing game? Be very clear with yourself and with everybody around you. This is what this, these are my boundaries. These are my parameters. This is how I like to work and how I like to live. And I think personally that most people would welcome that kind of communication. Nobody wants to have to try to guess, right? right? Set yourself up for success and set them up for success. There's not a manager or a boss in the world who wants to fail at their job. So they want happy employees as much as you want to be a happy employee, right? So it's all about communication. And the same is true when you're when you're looking for love. And I tell this to my clients all the time, be really clear about what you're looking for. If you want something serious and long-term and monogamous and lasting, uh, I, I, don't keep it a secret. Don't make somebody guess. You're right. Because like, some people, you know, there are people out there who want, you know, just casual, 
um, hookups or casual dating, or they want to date several people at once. And, you know, listen, to each their own, but you, you, you're in charge of the kind of love life you want to create. And so if you know what you want, say so, say so, be bold enough and be confident enough to say, Hey, this is me and this is what I'm looking for. And don't waste time with people who aren't aligned with your goals. Completely agree. Yes. Yes. Yep. Communication is in the work world, in life, in relationships, huge. I mean, just absolutely huge. My son was having a little tiff with his girlfriend and he said, what do I do, mom? And I said, well, you need to talk to her and you need to communicate and be honest. Right. She has no idea where you're coming from. No, nobody can guess. I mean, and that's the thing, like, it's interesting being, being married again. Um, like I said, David and I got married a couple, two years ago, we're 57 years old. And I had been single for 22 years after my, after my divorce, my, when I was in my mid thirties. And, you know, I really, even though I am a professional communicator, right. And I coach this, this is my job to coach people, how to communicate and how to tell their stories and build their brands, et cetera. I have to remind myself, um, you know, he, he can't read your mind, Nancy. You, you, if you have a feeling, if you have a, a, have a concern, if you, if you're frustrated with something, if you're, or a flip side, if you're really happy about something, if you love something he's doing, communicate it, communicate the good and the bad, the positive and the negative cards on the table is my mantra for being married again in the middle of life cards on the table. I have nothing to hide. And I only want there to be open avenues of communication because I know that that's the key to success in any relationship, personal, professional, you name it, in any relationship at all. The minute communication breaks down, all bets are off. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. Communication. And I think part of the communication is listening. It's one thing speaking. It's another thing listening to what they have to say as well. Because yes to them how can how can you move forward if you're not hearing them i know and that's that's not the uh, that is often not the easy part for me because i have to i have to really quiet myself and i have to slow myself down to really listen and to not you know to not kind of steamroller ahead and say well i know i know what the outcome of this conversation is going to be so i'm going to get us there faster and there are several points i want to make along the way like no <laughs> you got to cool your jets and you have to just listen. But this is the interesting thing, I think, about finding love in the middle of life is that, like I said earlier, it's such a process of self-discovery, even after you found it. I mean, I'm learning things about myself now that I, I, I had forgotten, or maybe I never knew. And it's a really great opportunity. I mean, you know, David is, you know, my, my best friend, my soul, my partner, but he's also such a teacher for me. Because this relationship matters so much for me that I that I care that it succeeds. I care how he feels. I care that we're doing well. And so I'm really investing myself in it. And that requires a lot of introspection. Like, what are you doing? Yes. Nancy, how are you doing? You know, I want to be good at being in a relationship. And it's a very grounding thing. And I'm telling you, it it absolutely helps me be better in everything else I'm trying to do. Like this business that I'm launching, that I that I launched uh, several months ago, finding love. It's it's there's there's such a new sort of energy about it for me because I feel like I'm in this grounded relationship with somebody who believes in me from start to finish. I mean, I will tell you, 
I have never, you know, we talked, you and I talked a lot about self-confidence when we were, when we were um, working on your brand. And self-confidence is such a key aspect, right? Of succeeding in business and succeeding in personal, any kind of personal endeavor. Believing in yourself, having your own back, knowing you can do it, understanding that there'll be challenges and you might stumble, but you're going to get up again and you're going to persevere. And you and I both believe that wholeheartedly. And I will tell you the other part of it, the, the other part of the little hidden gem, if you will, that I discovered being married is that being with somebody who believes in me so much that he thinks I can do anything. And that is like rocket fuel to my dreams. It's just rocket fuel to my dreams. It's so foundationally secure for me to take risks. As you know, you have to take risks sometimes professionally. You have to get out there and take risks. But but having someone in your corner who believes in you makes it so much easier to do that. I think that's huge. And it's it, huge. It's hard because you you we have our history that we bring into the relationship and maybe you think they're not in their corner and and like you said you're jumping ahead in the conversation to get to the end because you think it's going to be this way and it's really not and it's taking a step back and saying wait a minute I really have to listen to this person. Mm-hmm. And I find that it, it's just everywhere in life it's with our friends, it's with our coworkers, it's with our bosses and it falls into our relationships. Mm-hmm. So pivoting a little here, we've got Valentine's Day right around the corner. So what is your advice to those who are trying to find love, going into this commercialized Valentine's Day? I mean, what advice would you give women right now at this time? Well, here is what I believe from the bottom of my heart, that everybody who you love is part of your love story. You know, I was single for after my after my divorce, I was single for 22 years. Mm-hmm. And but I had love in my life. I had my two children who are the great loves of my life. I had soulmate friends, I had family, and everybody was part of my love story for the longest time, and I didn't have a romantic love story, but I had love in my life. And I do think that what happens when we get fixated on a goal and 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 I believe in goals. I'm a very goal-oriented oriented person. I, I know you are too. But when we do get fixated on a goal, we, we tend to sort of block out anything else but achieving that goal. And you know, it's an overused word, gratitude. But being grateful for everything that's going on in your life, is, is, it's an important sort of spiritual and mindfulness lesson when you are trying to achieve anything, whether it's a personal goal of finding love, whether it's a career goal, Take moments throughout your day along the journey and be grateful for what you have. And Valentine's Day, you know, you know, yeah, you can pass it off and say, yeah, it's a commercial holiday, it's a Hallmark card holiday. And but it also does tug at your heartstrings if you're single and you don't want to be single. If you're single and you want a loving partnership in your life and you don't have it, it's like any other holiday. It can make you feel lonely if you're single. And the tendency, I think, is to hide away, is to, you know. Just kind of be by yourself and 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 be on your couch and hide away. And listen, if 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 comfort for you is is being in front of the TV and watching Netflix, I can relate and and go ahead and do that. But don't hide yourself away because you think it's shameful to be single because it isn't. It isn't. And loving yourself and loving everybody else in your life is part of your love story. And celebrate it. Celebrate where you are today. You know, you 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 cannot 
get to a great outcome if the journey is filled with pain and misery and loneliness and sadness. Your journey needs to reflect what you want to achieve. Right. So lead. I, this is what I tell my clients all the time. Lead with joy. Do not lead with dread. Agreed. Do not lead with sadness. Do not lead with a, a scarcity mindset. Oh, there aren't any good guys out there. I'll never find somebody. And especially for women in midlife, it's too late for me. You know, men my age want younger women. All kinds of stories we tell ourselves. No, lead with joy and yeah. find the happiness every day. Find it somewhere in your life and celebrate that. So use this Valentine's Day if you are single and you are sad that you're single and you wish that you weren't. Okay, I understand. I get it. I have been there. But take a moment and think about all the love that you do have in your life. And even if that's a love for a beloved pet, even if it's love for yourself, right? even if it's love for a good book, you know, I, I can promise you that if you do an inventory, you can make a list of things in your life that you love. And that's what you should be celebrating this Valentine's Day. I so heartily agree. And, you know, I, every Valentine's Day, my husband and I don't really celebrate Valentine's Day because I'm grateful for him every day. Yeah. But I have a gratitude book. So just so that, you know, so that I write in this book, at least a couple times a week, what I'm thankful for, because Life is full of wonderful things. And I believe that if you put positivity out there, you're going to get positivity back. Yes. Worry about something. All you're going to get is all the worries and things you don't want. So I write down what I'm grateful for. I put Mm -hmm. out what I'm positive about. And then I get those back. And like you said, it's not to say that there isn't trials and tribulations. And, you know, even when um, you and I first spoke about my business, I had no idea what I was in for. I mean, if somebody would have told me, I I still think I would have done it, maybe a little think I would have done it. So I think it's the same thing in relationships. You've got to be positive. And my girlfriends, every Valentine's Day, we get together and do a friend's day because that's, I'm so grateful for my girlfriends. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm so grateful for my friends, so grateful for my kids, um, grateful for my life, you know, grateful that I, that I'm here grateful every day I wake up. I mean, honestly, uh, you know, not to be corny about it, but I, I, I agree with you. I think that it is all about redefining what you mean by a love story and your life can be a love story. Right. And, and if, and, and if you approach it that way and you have that joy in your heart, guess what? You are going to manifest more joy, just exactly what you just said, Robin. And you are also going to be a magnet for joy. You know, people like to be around happy, joyful people, you become a magnet, right? And that's what I tell my clients too in the career world. If you are a good, happy leader, people want to follow you. They don't want to follow the Mr. McGruff or Mrs. McGruff. They want to follow the happy-go-lucky person. So put that positivity out there. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's like in any walk of, in any part of your life, whether it's personal or professional, you know, think about what you're bringing to the table. Think about, it's not about, you know, what are other people doing and how am I going to find those other people? And where's the, where's the guy that I've been that, you know wishing for, the woman I've been wishing for? You know, think about what you're bringing to the table. Think about the things you can control. And that's about your own mindset. You know, I always tell my clients that launching yourself into the dating world is like launching a business. It takes mindset, 
planning, and action. And that those are all things that are on your to-do list, right? Those are all things that you can control, your mindset, your planning, and your action. And then once you put all those pieces in motion, and then you kind of can sit back and watch the magic happen because you've done everything that you can do to make sure that your dreams are coming true. And then you have to just be ready to receive. But you can't just sit on a couch and do nothing or feel bad for yourself and expect great things to happen because life just does not work that way. And you know that too for, for the people that you coach. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. And I am a huge proponent of positivity. So be grateful, be positive, put good things out there. You can manifest this and it will happen as well as your career dreams, your love life. It's yes. Yes. So we're wrapping up the conversation, but before we go, I would like to give you a moment to tell your listeners, um, my listeners, our listeners, a little bit more about you. What can they expect from you? How can they find you? Let's talk a little bit about what you're doing this year with your business. Okay. This is a this is going to be a banner year for my business. I'm, I'm k- kicking it off in a big way. Um, so first of all, you can find me on Instagram at nancy.h.bruce. B-R-U-C-E, like Bruce Springsteen. And it will be um, in the notes, folks, so you can um, see them in the notes. Yes. And in my in my bio, in my link tree, there are all the, the various links to all the things I'm doing. My website is findinglove.co, findinglove.co. So take a look at my website and see everything that I'm offering. There are live interactive workshops. I've got some really fun digital products. Um, I've got uh, some digital courses. We've got a a lot of things going on. And you can also work one-on-one with me. And it's called... What I'm calling that is the Dating Love Line. And you can book a free 15-20 minute consultation call to see if it's the right fit for you. Uh, But I I love working one-on-one with clients. You know, That is really my wheelhouse. That's my my sweet spot. I I love it so much. And that's what I did with all my brand coaching clients. Those one-on-one weekly calls where we really get to the bottom of things. We really sort of unearth what's going on and with my with my brand clients it was all about you know what do you want to create in the world what what story do you want to tell what's the brand you want to launch and what's holding you back what kind of imposter syndrome or a crisis of confidence are you having that's holding you back and let's clear those pathways and 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 get out there in front of your audience so that you can really ignite your own business well i use that same coaching technique to help women clear away any barriers to to finding love in the middle of life, to to launching their dating and really finding the person of their dreams. And so it's a one-on-one immersive coaching. And I, I take them through a series of calls and a series of exercises. And it's about... It starts with mindset because mindset is key. That is the start of anything that you want to create in your life is to really clarify your mindset, clarify your goals, and clear away the obstacles. And then it's about planning creating a, a repeatable plan and a plan that's going to make sure that you don't burn out and you don't give up. And then action, getting in, launching that boat in the water. Because I'm a big believer. I'm a practical Midwestern girl. And at a certain point, you got to get off the couch and you got to go on dates. And so it's, that's, that's, my, that's my coaching approach. And so if you are interested in working one-on-one with me, go to my website. You can um, book a free consultation and you and I can chat and we can decide if it's a good fit and then go from there. 
But there are lots and lots of things on my site. Um, so take a look around, findinglove.co. I love it. And I'm so excited that you are doing this. The one oh, thing thanks. I have to say about Nancy is with working with her is she really does uncover and help you unearth what your blocks are. She also works with you in uncovering where you're stuck. She, I, I, the thing I loved working with you is you were honest. I mean, there are so many people I've worked with in the past that just, uh, they just kind of beat around the bush. They're not completely honest with you as to what you really are talking about. I remember I came to you with a couple of things and you're going, really, Robin? Let's talk about this again. <laughs> I'm like, oh man, she's got my number. <laughs> so you're fantastic. So Thank you. Thank you, Robin. You know, direct communication. That is the name of the game for me. I mean, I'm just, I don't know how to be any other way. I just, I'm, I am that way. I'm built that way. But I also think that when you're trying to achieve anything in your life, surrounding yourself with people who are just going to, you know, dance around the issue or not give you direct feedback or not give you any, you know, honest, honest answers or honest ideas, it's like, it's a waste of time, right? If you're trying to achieve something, tick tock, tick tock, let's go. Like, what if not now, when? And let's, let's clear away the obstacles and let's get to it. And I just think that honest, direct communication is the best way to do it. That's right. I absolutely agree. Communication's huge. So folks, thanks for joining us today. Nancy, thank you for joining us. If you want to reach out to Nancy and talk to her more about finding love in this 2024 year, you can find her again at nancy at findinglove.co. And I will leave all the notes for you with this podcast. And Nancy, thank you for being here today. And we wish you you all great success. And everybody, go take on the day. Have a wonderful, fantastic year. And, um, you know, go after it because your dreams can come true. 